so essentially i wanted you to give us first a brief background about yourself and uh what you've been doing in the past before we get into uh, Benkiko. Okay, first of all, it's an, uh, it's an amazing opportunity to be uh, <coughs> a guest here because uh, I love the great work you're doing. And a uh, big shout out to your, to your team. So about you me. <laughs> about <laughs> me. So yeah. my, my name is Frank and uh, I'm the... CEO at uh, Benkiko, uh, but uh, in a crypto world, being CEO kind of make it centralized. Okay, we'll get into that later. So uh, Benkiko is basically a platform where we are trying to give uh, Africans the opportunities and to bring closer home the opportunities cryptocurrencies give everyone across the world. Of course. Uh, yeah, it, it it basically opens up everyone to be crypto. Basically, opens up, up everyone to be a, a creator of wealth, and uh, we think that's an opportunity Africans have missed for so long. We are we are the ever spending continent. Whatever little you get, you spend it because uh, you don't have so much to save or so much to invest. And crypto basically enables everyone with as little as one dollar to to be an investor. So those are the advantages we want to bring closer to our people with Bankiko. Yeah. So um, I think before we get into the Bankiko topic, because I know that is going to be pretty much the meat of the subject, it's going to be a very yeah. long conversation. Uh, I'd like us to know first of all who is Frank and what you what is your background like? What have you worked on before? Um, and what was sort of the inspiration for, for Benkiko, but pretty much your background first. Oh, my background. Yes. So before Benkiko, I got into tech in uh, early, early 2017, and it's a very interesting story because uh, before that, I hadn't thought of anything tech-related in, in terms of my, 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 my personal goals, my career goals and all that. And so I'm a graduate, uh, I'm, a, I'm a procurement and uh, logistics graduate. So you see the, the, the far apart is from technology tech. And so I was interning at a place uh, and uh, the process seemed quite of so repetitive. Basically in procurement, you are ordering stuff and dispersing them to, to the organization's departments, they order again, you order to the supplier. So the process was kind of repetitive, you know, like, why can someone just uh, try to, like, automate this whole thing? I don't have to every day wait for papers to be dropped at my desk so that they can be signed, sent out, brought in again, signed, sent out, you see. So we built Swiftify. That was my basically my first ever project. And uh, it was basically an e-tendering and e-sourcing website where we could basically automate procurement for organizations. One key thing that uh, Swiftify also sought to fix was uh, the, the whole issues of corruption in procurement. You see, with an automated system, basically you eliminate human uh, input and interactions with the, with the whole flow. 
Another thing was delayed payments for suppliers. So we wanted to automate that with an escrow system where the organization would put in money. Then once the tender is completed, the money just moves. So now here was the interesting intersection. We tried to find a, a good, uh, uh, favorable payment, payment gateway locally. Uh -huh. uh, the one that was available, of course, Paricom Daraja then we had a few others, but um, in terms of integration, Safaricom Daraja was very difficult. It wasn't really well documented and so on. And we were also beginners. See, we have this whole big, this big vision of uh, of uh, streamlining procurement, but at the same time, we are fighting the the skill side of it to implement, and we are facing difficulties with the payment mm. integration. So Safaricom wasn't really easy to integrate. The other things, they were built on top of Safaricom. You see, when Safaricom charges its fee, and this other third party also charges their fee, then you are left with so little margin, very small margin. So it, it didn't sound like a profitable uh, thing to do at that time. Yeah. So it, it really challenged me. And uh, uh, among the many ideas I had then, aside from that one, was to own a digital bank. So I was like, okay, how do I combine whatever difficulties I've faced in this and mm -hmm. like direct my efforts to first building a digital bank, then I can revisit everything else I've ever thought of. You see, like mm -hmm. I would simplify payments for me and for all my other friends who are going through the, the same struggle as, as developers and trying to come up with projects and great ideas yeah okay so, so um, and that no th that gave birth to 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 Benkiko five years later all right you know, why five did it... or three yeah. three yeah uh, three. three years yeah so why why oh. did it take three years for you to to do Benkiko was there some maybe knowledge gap uh in between your previous project and you launching Benkik, or did you take some, was it some sort of learning curve for you to even, you know, just understand crypto and get into it? No, interesting fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so around, around the same time, um, yeah. of course, this time I'm in Nyeri, the Dankimadi University, and mm -hmm. uh, I had uh, cleared campus, Deck 2020, I oh, know as in Deck 2016. So 2017 okay. is when I'm interning and doing all those apprenticeship. You see, so that's where mm -hmm. I'm experiencing all this repetitive process, right? Yeah. So at yeah. this time, I've also discovered now crypto and how what's Bitcoin, Ethereum. You can build stuff on it, trust mm -hmm. systems through smart contracts logistics, mm -hmm. you see all this stuff. So I'm excited. I go, yeah. I go to a pitch <laughs> session at the, at the university's, uh, well, this is a story I've never told before. So I go <laughs> okay. to the universities. You see, uh, already, I've already graduated, right? But yeah. I'm around the university. So oftentimes I'll, uh, I'll get across information that, oh, they, this and, and this event going down, would you come? So I'm like, okay, I have an idea. And the mm -hmm. University Innovation Center is hosting a hackathon, you see. Mm -hmm. uh, but because um, uh, uh, 
I'm not a current student. So mm. most of my friends, of course, are outside school. We've already, already graduated. So I go and meet some some guys and I tell them. So yeah, Tiki, uh, as in, I have this great idea and uh, it's basically to be deployed on the, on the blockchain. And yeah. Like what's a blockchain? <laughs> no, that's my first hurdle for the day. Now yeah. I explain what a blockchain is. And then I go deeper into Ethereum. So all these people are confused. So I tried to relate you to, to, to relate it with Bitcoin so they would like make sense of whatever I'm saying. So that yeah. didn't go well. I also got a, a chance to pitch at Nyla, but it's it also didn't go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually from there I decided, you know what, I'm never doing these pitch sessions again. So I went back to Nyeri. Uh, mm-hmm. Another reason Swiftify really didn't work was because, of course, we didn't have the funds to like approach organizations. You see those movements from this organization to that one, and mm-hmm. marketing and all that. Though we tried, we bootstrapped and all that. Yeah. So I took a break from it. Uh, I started doing other things, which were very influential in my journey because. It's part of what Benkiko is right now. So mm. I became, uh, I started doing gigs online, social media, social media influencing, mm-hmm. whatnot. You see, my other friends started doing uh, design online. Others became developers online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you, you see the goal <laughs> of wanting to develop for, 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 for other ideas and for other developers to like make it easier for them to receive payments on their platforms. And mm. uh, and me being a gig worker and my friends all being gig workers has shaped what Benkiko has become to be like a digital bank for the mm-hmm. digital economy. Like we want to make it easier for platforms for other people who aren't like us to make it a bit more con- constant and uh, mm-hmm. like a comfortable way to make a living. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you mentioned Nylab. I also happened to have gone through Nylab for a year, um, yeah. some time after, in, in fact, just after I'd finished campus. And uh, well, I think it was a good learning experience, but of course our projects never took off. But, yeah. uh, you know, we were able to be brought into that environment where you learn business, uh, understand, uh, you know, yeah. how to network, how to set up your company into different departments. Uh-huh. How you can even bring other people into into the team. Um, well, of course, um, I think even to date, uh, some of the challenges is still you know fundraising. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and of course, when you in that environment, most of what you're doing is just experimenting because we went in with one project, but we ended up uh, pivoting into like four different businesses or or, 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 or ideas, uh, you know, mm-hmm. innovations. Um, but then by the time you're leaving that that place, I, we, we pretty much had our footing and particularly in tech. And I think that uh, really helps, you know, helped me personally also shape my uh, yeah. my journey into into business and particularly in, in, in tech. So that's a pretty interesting uh, experience to me as well. I used to live to live nearly at 5 a.m. so that I can get to my lab for... <laughs> <laughs> for pitch sessions. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, you are very you are very determined. We we would, we would stay there for even 48 hours non-stop. So we'd work day and night, uh, day and night. Would uh, there used to be Uchumi supermarkets just opposite? So we'd go there yeah, in the yeah. evening and grab some snacks and something to eat while we work, coffee and all that all night. And then maybe mm-hmm. at around 4 a.m. we we catch a quick sleep, quick nap uh, mm-hmm. by six, seven, or eight when it's opening. We're up again. We continue. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was a pretty interesting experience. Um, but I then, you know, I wouldn't say that all that was in vain, really, despite the fact mm-hmm. that the projects never took off. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty much just just a learning experience. Yeah. And it was yeah, really sure. a big, big struggle because you know you're trying to commit all your time uh, to do this mm-hmm. project on the. Uh, and permanently, right? But then you also yeah. need to find something on the side to make rent. <laughs> you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, that was a crazy experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so tell me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That that was the birth of Penkiko from. Uh, okay. Of course, I had a lot of ideas. Let me be honest with you. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> so f- first solving the payment, the whole payment struggle and the whole payment, like you see, all of them, of course, needed payment. The whole backbone mm. was payment. Yeah. And and already having a, a digital bank idea at the back of my head, I was like, why mm. not first attack this? And then uh-huh. I'll, I'll come back to the rest of the others. You see. And uh, of course, we've deployed Benkiko. And, uh, mm-hmm. We'll get into that now. Yeah, sure. In fact, before we go into Benkiko, I wanted to find out why did you get into crypto? What made you get into crypto? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you a funny, one funny thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm always very obsessed about my whole, my, my childhood, my childhood dreams. Like mm-hmm. all those things that all those things that you questioned honestly like you didn't have any rough idea of how they worked but you always mm. wondered how did this work how does that work and yeah. i remember one question i had was often okay my mm-hmm. mom is a civil servant mm-hmm. and uh so i used to to wonder how does the government pay her and at the same time it taxes her um, <laughs> if you yeah. pay all the people at the end of the month yeah. then you collect tax tax to pay them again then yeah. you won't actually be able to fulfill all their their salaries you see because you've yeah. collected less than that so that question really didn't make sense back then <laughs> and i also used to <laughs> i used to ask myself how comes yeah. we are we are this poor like with this much potential Mm. And another good thing is I have a very photographic memory, so I can actually every time I recall those things, I can recall the specific place that that happened. Okay. So uh, now understanding Bitcoin and the whole money and monetary system a bit whole. Now things mm. started making sense. Why does my mom get taxed? Why mm. are we poor and others? You see? Yeah. All those questions started getting answered, mm. and uh, the the whole thing that crypto basically levels the 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 playing field. 
it doesn't mm-hmm. make everything equal it makes everything fair for everyone of us okay now as more and more of those answers were as more and more of those questions were being answered of course mm-hmm. I, I developed a deeper and deeper understanding and a deeper and deeper conviction that it's something that can save us okay I, I actually came across a message I sent someone. You see this one, mm-hmm. this crypto wallet, Coinomi. Yes. You've seen Coinomi. Yes, yes. And uh, in 2018, when now all mm-hmm. this was starting to make sense, mm-hmm. I remember wanting to, to develop a, a crypto wallet and I DM'd someone on Reddit to, mm-hmm. at the Coinomi offices and I told them, can you please assist me with your source code? I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using it for, for trial purposes. Yeah. But there's something I want to experiment with. Okay, the, of course they never got back, mm. but the, I, I'll keep I'll keep that message for for my autobiography someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so, so there's that conviction that it can help us. Of course, also we are in, in the information age so mm. value is moving online so why not have uh digital fast currencies digital fast payment uh, financial infrastructure digital fast financial rails you see mm. yeah yeah that's true because they usually say that uh, a lot of people have gotten online but then money is still not online so um i think that essentially uh, covers part of the reason why crypto is is very important for for the for for now and also for the coming uh for the coming years um yeah, yeah. so yeah essentially yeah um so tell me about benkiko what is benkiko finance <laughs> <laughs> what is benkiko finance yeah <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it seems like Benkiko <laughs> does so much. You're even struggling to describe it in a wow. <laughs> in a one liner. <laughs> true, true, and that, that, that's a that's a difficulty. That's a struggle I've faced before, mm. and um, it combines a lot. So I'll get to the to the. Uh, uh low is it the low hanging fruits of yes. Benkiko? Mm-hmm. And I'll get also to the deeper meaning of Benkiko in short, like uh simple statements. So mm-hmm. first of all, the low hanging fruits is that Benkiko is a crypto powered digital bank that mm-hmm. that's uh that's looks to 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 facilitate faster, cheaper, and borderless transactions. Mm-hmm. Pardon? Faster, cheaper, and borderless transactions mm-hmm. for the African digital natives. The people okay. who are coming online across Africa, the freelancers, the online shops, the content creators. We have mm-hmm. a lot of amazing content. You could, you could tour, you could tour where, uh, Victoria Falls, create content mm-hmm. and get it for it. You yeah. could tour Nigeria and experience the car, the culture and get paid for it. I could mm. sell a product from here to Tunisia or from here to 
Ghana instantly, you see. Mm-hmm. So these are the digital natives. These are the people with the mobile phones on their hand every other minute. These are yeah. the people who don't have time to go to a bank account, uh, to go to a bank branch to create an account, but they could mm-hmm. get a bank account instantly on their phone. That's what yeah. Benfico is on the surface. Mm-hmm. Powering mm-hmm. faster, cheaper cross-border transactions. Okay. Yeah. On the That's inside. Now, this is where it gets interesting. On the inside, Benkiko aims to give the African person the advantages crypto has over fiat currencies. And this includes mm-hmm. the ability to co-own a business through digital, uh, digital tokens, the ability mm-hmm. to participate in global trade using Bitcoin, the ability to to create DAOs for their communities, the ability for startups to issue their own digital, you see? Yeah. So in short, uh, the advantages and the, and the way crypto basically levels the playing field, this one mm. we want, we want to make it easier for the African person to use it on their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, seems like you have a very huge target audience. Um, so, so far, what uh, has been, uh, um, oh, no, sorry. I mean, how, how exactly does, does Benkiko work? Uh, for, for example, I'm assuming I'm, let's assume I'm a writer. Um, and uh, I, I do writing for my international clients in, maybe Europe mm-hmm. or the US or Asia, uh-huh. um, and I'm based in Africa. So, mm-hmm. and I need them to pay me, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always been a lot of complaints about these legacy institutions like PayPal, that if, if, if I get paid my money in PayPal, I might not yeah. even be guaranteed that they're going to receive that money instantly. Um, what is it that Benkiko does that would assist me to be able to be assured that you know my payment will, will eventually well essentially reflect when I need it to. How we do that is that uh, we are basically using a, a stable coin on the platform for payments. Mm-hmm. See, a stable a stable coin of course can carry value across border without fluctuating in value. Yeah, and so. Uh, and the, the stablecoin is basically on the, uh, based on the on the US dollar, and uh, mm-hmm. this because uh, every other currency across the globe is can can reflect value in, in USD easily, like yeah. without going a few steps to converting it, you just convert it directly. The global reserve currency. So, mm-hmm. so if if someone in in Thailand is your client and they deposit to Benkiko, then they can send you money directly to Kenya uh, in the split of a second. We recently did a trial transaction to the US with a friend and it took mm-hmm. about five seconds. Ah, that's interesting. Is it? Yeah. So if you are a writer, all you have to do is go to Benkiko, generate a payment request link. Let's say your gig mm-hmm. was a... Uh, uh 1500 us dollars the link basically soon as you share that link as a message to your client Mm -hmm. they click on the link they pay you instantly 
So this okay. is the same we are trying to 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 offer to online shops. It's the same mm -hmm. we are trying to offer to content creators. You see, there are brands yeah. across the world the world that would love to access the Kenyan market. They'll see you. They'll see you have uh, one hundred thousand followers. You have good views from your content. They'll tell you, okay, do a, do a shoot for us. We'll pay you what ten thousand. We'll we'll pay you fifty thousand. You just send them a link and they pay you. It's like uh, a quick invoice. Yeah. Up anywhere in the world. Okay. Do you KYC your users? Do we KYC our users? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, KYC is a very thorny issue when it comes to yeah. uh, financial uh, platforms, especially now, right? Yeah, yeah, true. So do we KYC our users? First of all, Benchiko is P2P powered. And uh, P2P powered means money comes onto the system through other existing platforms like M-Pesa, banks, and uh, Visa, and, and, and so on. Mm -hmm. So first of all, of course, we KYC for numbers and emails, mm -hmm. uh, but not the real in-depth KYC. One belief is that uh, these people are peer-to-peer -peer depositors and withdrawers. So it's a, mm. in a peer-to-peer -peer system, it's a willing, do a willing. You see, the case of a willing yeah. buyer, willing seller. So that's why most yeah, people are willing parties. Are successful. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm. that's one. The second one is that, uh, of course, for this money to get to M-Pesa and banks, of course, it has been KYC'd through those platforms mm. and three is that we aim to be a fully decentralized uh, non-custodial digital bank in the next six to seven months so mm. we, we've opted to work with the other two options that are it's p2p and this money has already gotten gotten through the system already to yeah. like give us a leeway before the seven months and you can tell people now this is a fully decentralized non-custodial system you have mm -hmm. the keys to your wallet that's that you see now there is no point of kycing people in a decentralized system yeah um however you know one of the reasons kyc is usually done is to ensure that you know funds mm -hmm. going across borders is not meant for you know terrorism financing or money laundering or you know human trafficking and that, that sort of thing do you think that is a risk you're putting yourself into uh, considering that you don't do an in-depth kyc of the transactions KYC. that are passing through the the platform yeah that, that's a concern and it's of course nothing we, we would want on our system we want to build to enable people to access digital jobs and have real jobs, not go to participate in the uh, terror activities or do money laundering and et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a concern. We will do, we'll do our best. Of course, we want to stand firm with the, with the uh, basic tenants of, uh, of crypto for uh, privacy and, and all that. But of mm -hmm. course, we don't. We wouldn't want to wrap the government the wrong way. 
So mm. we'll try balance and uh, and see how far deep we can get into KYCing people. Maybe a few identifiers here and there. And that's that. But mm. we, we, for it to take off, of course, we have to work alongside the government line. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. So, so uh, do you have any significant or outstanding partnerships that you have already secured or you're pursuing at the moment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting, because I've been thinking about it today. Okay, yeah. of course, it's along the lines of uh, regulation and KYC and AML, anti-money laundering. So mm -hmm. we are finding it difficult to like uh, maybe get uh, uh, partners in terms of uh, advisory, in terms of funding, and so on. And it's because all of them want you to answer the the one basic question: How are the regulations? Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. you'll tell them in Kenya we don't have specific regulations catering for crypto mm -hmm. and for an innovation like ours which is a bit ahead of time you see yeah so one of the partnerships we are looking uh, to 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 initiate as soon as possible mm -hmm. uh uh cop bank has been voted uh, uh most digital friendly bank for a few a few years now mm -hmm. and uh them being a bank and uh, them being a co cooperatives bank, okay, yeah. I hope that means how what it what I think it means. <laughs> yeah, they, they look like a good they look like a, a good option for partnerships. We can ride along their banking license, and they can support us, and we can support them in their digital services uh, efforts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I say it about cooperatives because. Of course, crypto pools communities together and people's uh, people with uh, common interest, and that mm -hmm. sounds like cooperatives. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. actually very true. Yeah, yeah, and you know they also have a very huge network. So yeah, uh, that would be a very interesting uh, partnership to to pursue. Yeah. So yeah. anyone in the audience who has contacts at CopBank, tell them I want to speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> sure, definitely. I'm going to make sure that this message uh, gets to them mm. as well. Right. Yeah. So uh, what are your future plans for Benkiko? Uh, how do you see it growing uh, or expanding in, in the long term? How do we see it growing? Mm. uh into a dao and uh it will it will grow into a dao because of two things mm -hmm. first of all is because benkiko is not is not just the app benkiko is an idea it's it's, it's it leans more to the chicago school of economics <laughs> yeah. after that uh, they, they yeah. propose uh the money supply theory where mm -hmm. with more tokens and of course I talked about cooperatives with more tokens and with communities being able to cap the supply of their money into you see how Bitcoin is 21 million Ethereum mm -hmm. are working on the same and other systems it's because yeah. 
that school of economics believes an economy can drive better if mm-hmm. there's no excess supply of money. Yeah. And again, crypto as a whole uh, promotes uh, decentralization, you see. So Benkiko is an idea. So mm. as an idea, it's, it, it's better positioned to be a DAO than I think we can play around here and there and have it all over the place, you see. So we want mm-hmm. to give it to the community, have a governance token, let people now govern it forward from that. That's as an idea. Now, as a platform for the digital economy, uh, we are launching our APIs and SDKs soon. Uh, we'll also have something like a uh, like Play Store called Benkiko Store, where all the apps powered by, by Benkiko can be found. So mm-hmm. you could have your food delivery service powered by Benkiko, where uh, people, of course, shop and pay with Benkiko. We have uh, uh, gig working platforms. We have microblogging platforms where creators get paid. Other developers could develop now whatever they they want. So that's as a platform. So uh, we look to have some activities going on with the developer community and the startup community so Mm -hmm. that uh, we can start realizing the utility uh, advantages of Benkiko. Yeah, that that seems like a very interesting uh, approach. Uh, yeah. However, you realize DAOs, the concept, the concept of the DAO is still very new. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. people are still just experimenting with it. And mm-hmm. maybe, maybe uh, considering that there are also some very, I'd say, high tech ideas that have or innovations that have come out of, of, of blockchain, some of which are mm-hmm. no longer being utilized, or like, you know, the ICO concept. Uh, mm-hmm. do, do you think DAOs are the essential future of organizations or do you foresee a point whereby the concept becomes very difficult to manage or to even organize, you know, especially when it comes to governance that it's shunned for maybe just conventional organizational structures? Mm-hmm. DAOs are the future of governance. DAOs in the governance in terms of uh, countries, in term and mm-hmm. also in terms of corporations. And this mm-hmm. is how there is somewhere I read, and uh, the the blog was saying, right now mm-hmm. there are as many economies in the world as there are countries. Mm-hmm. And it's because we count each country as an economy, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and so on. Yeah. But in future with crypto, mm-hmm. and of course, these are economies because, again, they have their own currency and you can measure the value of this currency and rank it among the others, you see. Mm-hmm. But in future with crypto, we'll have mm-hmm. over a billion economies and we'll have the possibility to create a million more each second. And this is why okay. if yeah. five of us decided to come together and launch our own token, give it utility, have whatever basic techno-economic, uh, tokenomics it, it will need, mm-hmm. then now that becomes an economy. If people okay. from a similar church decided to create their own token, that becomes another economy, you see? Yeah. But how will this, how will all this be governed? 
in a society where people don't meet often, people meet over Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, and so on. They'll be governed by uh, digital governance, which is voting through the tokens, voting through how much shares you have in a, in a securities token, through how much, you see. So true. Yeah. DAOs will become the DAOs are the future of corporations. DAOs are the future of organizations, and they'll challenge the whole organizational structure that we know today. Right. Um, I'm also really looking forward to that future because yeah, uh, I think a lot of the systems that we are currently utilizing, uh, you know, the centralized entities or the centralized systems, they're really really broken. And yeah. I honestly believe that uh, decentralization, you know, DAOs, um, mm-hmm. and essentially the blockchain is going to come in and, and change a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, great. So uh, finally, what would you want to urge your potential clientele uh, for Benkiko to do? What I would add them to, if you're in the uh, if you're in the creator, if you're a content creator, if you are uh, a freelancer, if you are on online shop, mm-hmm. all you basically have a phone. Right now, you have the potential to create a bank account right on your phone. Mm-hmm. A digital fast bank that is not a bank that will tell you since you've lost your password. Head over mm-hmm. to the nearest branch for for us to reset it for you. Since your mm-hmm. account has an issue, go to the nearest. You see, yeah. Most of these people, you realize, if they are working online, you need to get paid, and then you are facing all these struggles with uh, with PayPal and banks. So we are giving you a better option, a cross border option, a very cheaper mm-hmm. option, and uh, more install later as we spoken on the, the on the conversation but for mm-hmm. now go try it out it's very easy and convenient for online payments mostly all you need is the request link for you to get paid online anywhere if you are a blogger you just put the link uh, on your blog with a call to action maybe if you like my content you can tip yeah, appreciate my content if you are a podcaster the same if you are a youtuber you see if you are an mm. online shop, one once you post your items, you share the payment link alongside the, the the social media content. So we are trying to make it easier for you to get paid as as a digitally enabled job, as someone who earns from an online platform. So go mm. try it out. The rest of the systems are coming in later. That's great. So where would uh, the listeners find you uh, and also learn more about uh, Benkiko? So the website is benkiko.africa. Benkiko.africa, you will find all the information you need there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Franje. Uh, Benkiko Wallet on Twitter for Benkiko. Benkiko Finance on Facebook and LinkedIn. Yeah, connect with us. We are very social. We want to grow a community around us that, of course, will empower our services and give them utility. Great. Thank you very much for that information. I am going to make sure that I share this uh, to my networks as well. And then we see where Benkiko goes. Thank you. Really appreciate your participation.
should catch up soon then ah we'll see you soon right and i wish you the very best with benkiko i'm actually going to uh, now write out myself and then yes, i'm going yes. to send in my my reviews on on twitter okay thank you great thank you have a good one